Hello and welcome to Weekly Weird News, brought to you by Cunt the Bull and the Post Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben, as always, and I'm hanging out with Mike, Hello. Claire, hey. and Pete. Yo! This is our sister show to Cunt the Bull and the Post Truth Apocalypse, where we bring you the weekly world of weird as found on the World Wide Web. That was a mouthful. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is basically weird news. We bring you the weirdest shit we found on the internet this week. I apologise for the first article. I am slightly late on this. It skipped my attention, but it's a returning friend of the show. Well, I say friend. Not a friend. Huh. An acquaintance. We've all had that one weird acquaintance in life, listener. Gimp Man is back. Gimp Man is back, but he's been unmasked. He's got caught eventually, Mike. Yeah, it looks that way. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> Waiting for them meddling kids, I would have got away with it. Should have jumped into front of him and give master judge. Joshua Hunt, 31, appeared in court over the so called Somerset Gimp incidents. I remember reading the piece of news about it. What did you tell us? I don't remember this one. Why don't uh, I remember the, this the one? The first time we had him on weird Oh, yeah, sorry. Why don't I remember this one? We've had him on about three times. He's been going a few years now. I think he first started during lockdown. Oh, mate, I wouldn't have been with you then, would I suppose? Joshua Hunt, 31, appeared in a North Somerset Magistrates Court charged in connection with a series of incidents in the area. The defendant of Claverham, Somerset, did not indicate any pleas to the four charges put to him. His address was given in court as a £1.1 million farm in the West Country village. Oh dear. Aristocrat. Rich farmer, also a gimp. Hunt is accused of two counts of a fray and one count each of possession of a bladed article and committing an act of outraging public decency. Yes, the Somerset gimp. In one incident on October 25th last year, Hunt is said to have grabbed his penis over a gimp suit whilst gyrating against the floor. He was just going out in the village like that. I mean, is what it really that actually, bad? What did he actually do wrong? That's what I'm mm. trying to get to. Alright, if you have blades. He did freak him. out two women on their own, walking walking and mm. driving about. He jumped out in front of some lads and he did all that in front of them and they filmed it. <laughs> I think he's under the instruction of some kind of dominatrix in the scenario. Thing. Yeah, he's a rich dude. He's got in a bit over his head with the kink, <laughs> and I think there's probably some sort of financial domination going on here. That's bit, the, of, that's bit of bribery, the... I mean, like that kind of. Yeah, thing. do you know? You, you know, you do this or you pay me, kind of thing. Or I'm going to release these pictures of you. Yeah, you're a known artist yeah. in the area. Yeah, you've got a lot to lose, kind of thing. And now he's been caught. I was going to say... Yeah, hence why the full body outfit. Weird. But still weird. But yeah, he is the Gimp Man... The Gimp Man siege of Norfolk is over. The police have got their man. And this is the reason we call this segment Weekly Weird News. Gimp Man's a returning thing. He's actually been like Springy Old Jack. I prefer Springy Old Jack to Gimp Man, though. Oh, they had to cancel the Airbnb. I... Got us a surprise trip down there. Want to see the sunset Gimp? Uh, yeah. Oh, man. 
<laughs> were we going to go and hunt the gimp in a camper van with a dog? Is that what you were doing? Uh, that was the, the kids' summer holiday, was it? <laughs> no, gimp, was... gimp hunting. No, that was our excursion. <laughs> Claire had put us in Airbnb. Was our, our excursion? Oh, was this after we go to Canic Chase? Yeah, yeah. And Chernobyl? Yeah. We'll start with Canic Chase, though. Closer. And not in a war zone. We can actually get there. <laughs> we, won't, we won't get radiation poisoning. Yeah, there is that. Okay, moving on. West Ham fan Nolsey hailed a hero for fighting off dozens of hooligans on his own. Have you seen the video with us? No. It's fantastic. So it's 300, but with two fat West Ham fans. I think, I think we need to see the video of this now. Who's Nolsey? He's a West Ham hooligan. Well, he's a West Ham fan. Is he famous? No. He is now. He is now. West Ham, and they spelt it with an E on the end of Ham for some reason. Well, no. Qualified for a first European final for 47 years on Thursday night, but their win at Azen Alkmaar was marred by crowd trouble instigated by the home fans. Just want to point out for once, West Ham are away. <laughs> what do you mean? The home fans were the, the hooligans in the scenario. Uh, a gate previously segregating the two sets of supporters were ripped away as ultras charged at those who had made the trip from London, but the West Ham fans weren't about to be sitting ducks. Indeed, one fan in particular elevated his already high standing within the club by bravely staving off dozens of hooligans. Pictures have emerged on social media of a man known as Nolsey putting himself in the firing line and inadvertently protecting more vulnerable fans behind him. It's just the thing there'd have been lots of people there that would not want anything to do with hooliganism and there's potentially 50, 100, couple of hundred thousand blokes all running. There were 50 of them and they were trying to get in. It's an enclosure where there was families, basically. Yeah, exactly. And these two blokes stood at the top of these stairs. They were watching each You can find the list, kind of video, listener. And these two guys stand at the top of the stairs and they're literally punching these guys down the stairs as in grappling them. with them. It's, 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 these are two like guys who are kind of like, they look about 50. They're probably like old school West Ham fans who were quite hard back in the day. They're like, not today. But they're like, no, not today. I may be, I may be only allowed to travel to a European game now, but I want to bring back the old school hooliganism. And protecting the families, reformed hooligans, maybe. Maybe I'm being too harsh, maybe they're like hooligans, maybe it's really well known. Either way, it's a viable service. Well, all the hooligans have got their hoods up, look. He, he hasn't got his hood up, has he? No, no, he's just standing there. There's two of them just standing there. He's taking a punch there as well, look. Yeah, yeah. What's the guy's name? Nolsey. Yeah, it is crazy. It's like 300. There's like two guys stood there at the top of these steps. And like he launches one down the stairs. They're punching, they're scrapping. There's like 50 of these guys. And the police and the stewards are just standing off on the pitch watching it happen. You'd think they'd run in, wouldn't you? Yeah, doing nothing. Stood there doing nothing. It's terrible. Fair play to him, deserves a ticket to the final, I think. Yep. Mm. Right then. German surgeon fired after asking hospital cleaner to assist amputation. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, you with the mop. Get over here. <laughs> You're bleaching your hands. Officials at a hospital in Western Germany have expressed regret after it emerged that one of the surgeons got a cleaner to assist him in the amputation. Public broadcasters reported Friday that the incident at the Mainz 
University Hospital, which happened in 2020, didn't result in any complication to the patient, but the doctor has since been fired. Well, it's lucky there weren't any complications, just a bit. Why is the cleaner in there anyway while they're, they're performing surgery? I can't understand what he got him to do. He says the next, next article. When the patient who had received local anaesthetic became restless, the doctor asked a nearby cleaner to hold the man's leg and pass surgical instruments according to the Daily Mancer newspaper. <laughs> Allergemein Zeitung. Yeah, I'm well, saying that. So uh, he asked him to hold him down a bit. Hold his leg and pass him a surgeon. Yeah, mm. basically scalpel, sort. I don't think that's fireable. I, I just think that's a bit of a harsh offence. It's a bit harsh for what he did. If he'd have said, like, oh, can you remove that toe for me? Yeah, but he's not, a, he's not, tr he's not, st he, he may not be sterilised. Well, the, the hospital manager walked by and spotted the cleaner holding a bloody gauze. Yeah. It's not ideal, Pete. No, That's you don't want to. You don't have to be You got even. You have to go through so many scrubs up. to get in there. What's he even doing in there? Yeah. Is, is he just in his jumps? Is he just in his, his jumpsuit? Is he put scrubs on? Is he wearing gloves? There's a lot of things on answer there. Yeah? But you could, you could, you could almost presume that maybe he was. Maybe the surgeon. Why though? He's a cleaner. Why is he because restless when he's having an amputation? Yeah. Because he knocked out. Well, maybe he was knocked out, and sometimes <coughs> nerves and things like that, you, you move, and it maybe there was some nerve twitching. Yes, but where's his back. nurses? Where's well, his support this team? Is, this is the problem. Maybe it's not the doctor's fault as such, because there obviously maybe wasn't enough staff on to provide the, the accurate care. Then why is he doing an operation on his own? You there with the mop! Get over here! Because it is a very simple operation in normal circumstances. It's still an operation. It's just someone's life in the and in life. But I'm it? just, I'm just kind of putting a. I know what you're saying. I do know being devil's advocate in the but scenario. Like, yeah, still, you think you know the the sitcom Scrubs. Yeah. Would you have asked the janitor from Scrubs to come and give you a hand amputating someone's toe? Yeah. You don't want to take a leg off. You know, it would probably bite it off or something. It'd exactly. be done. You can't just bite into his toe off. Simple. Staph infections and things like that. You can't just do that. Clean it with a bit of iodine afterwards. It's oh, fine. fantastic. <laughs> no, where's the medieval period, Pete? The doctor's not wearing a fucking bird mask. <laughs> he is in my head. <laughs> what doctors do you go to? <laughs> the one who's at Warwick Castle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that doctor! It's the a plague doctor! That's the one. It's, still, it's an improvement on the witch doctors he used to go see. Well, I suppose so. At least he's progressing up the. He's progressing up, Pete. That's the main thing. I don't trust that NHS, I'll only go to a plague doctor now. <laughs> we assume he goes to the wise woman. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, it like, was in the woods. That was like five years ago. Oh, sorry. I only went to see her once. God. The wise woman. The wise woman. <laughs> yes, the wise woman. <laughs> uh, still, don't have to clean it or assist these surgeries, eh? No. Chicken loose on railway, such down city trains as men with brooms chasing. <laughs> 
Sounds like chaos. Sounds like a bed eagle skit, yeah. <laughs> the chicken was spotted on Mexico City's subway system before workers, including maintenance men and civil defence officers in hard hats, grabbed brooms, bin bags and gloves to try and rescue it. Just let it get fucking hit at that scenario, oh. isn't it? Come on. Oh. Bit of natural selection here, isn't there? Surely. Is it not dangerous? Was it, was it, derail the train? <laughs> was, it a sa- was it a sacred chicken? Uh, 40 miles an hour into a chicken. There's nothing left to that chicken. People throw themselves in front of subway trains. No one's chasing them off with brooms. They are scraping them after. Maybe yeah, they after? Maybe they were saving it for tea. Yeah. A chicken has caused chaos on a subway line, halting trains and forcing the electricity to be cut off after getting loose of the tracks. The bird was spotted on a Mexico City's subway system before workers, including maintenance men and civil defence officers in hard hats, grabbed brooms, bin bags and gloves to try and rescue it. The chicken eluded several attempts to capture it before one worker tossed his coat over the bird so the trains could get up and running again. Presumably he's the Rocky Balboa of the situation. Chase that chicken, Rock. Chase that chicken. Oh, yeah, he doesn't look like Rocky Balboa. No, he does not. Pictures. He really does not. Yeah, the chicken was caught and the train resumed, but yeah. why got that effort? He had Mexican chicken and beans for tea. Well, there's obviously reasons for it that you might find it could cause some kind of electrical overload if it gets hit and goes onto the live. I don't know. Stop no, because people jump, throw themselves in front of subway trains. It doesn't cause that. They just get splattered. It's, just, it's a chicken getting hit by a subway train at 40 miles an hour. Fucking cruel like bastard you are. Save the fucking chicken. <laughs> Jesus, they don't save the people. We're going to make people aren't dying. They just got to wait a bit longer for their train, that's all. If people like, loiter at the edge of the platform, throw themselves in front of it, where's the guys like stopping them doing that? It's just a chicken. It's going to be supper one day anyway. The chicken wasn't stood there with a fucking, with a last will and testament in his hand that he's just written out, like a suicide note, about to jump on the tracks, and they went, oh, hold on, this chicken is going to kill itself, we best stop it. It's going to be supper one day anyway. This is a chicken. Across your wildlife that gets killed on train tracks. Maybe. Across the globe, daily. Yeah, and this is one less, thank God. Oh, well, well done. Maybe. One less. Took 20 minutes to save the chicken, didn't it? 20 minutes. I figured it out. The problem is, like you said, it was dinner. It was one of the maintenance guys' dinner. They got loose. It got loose. It was that. Shit, my wife's gonna kill me if I don't take this. Fernandez has lost the chicken, everybody. Right, we gotta get that chicken back. Right, shut it down. Go. Easy. That's what happened. Clearly. Save the chicken. But what if? What if I argue the point that one chicken does not equate to twenty minutes of my life being spent? Oh fucking hell! Here we go. It's a chicken. They're gonna kill it and eat it anyway. What's it matter? It's splattered by a train. It's wasted chicken then. Yeah, There's loads of chicken. other chickens. Is that what short of chickens are? He we? says that chicken was going to be lunch. Well, maybe that chicken might have gone to the chicken bait oven for all I know. Well, there you go. But you're saying that maybe you know, it laid golden eggs? Well, if it did, then I expect a fucking bit of that golden egg for wasting 20 minutes of my hard earned life. 
Were you directly affected by this? No, I wasn't there. Right. I was not in Mexico City at the time. <laughs> time is precious. Every minute is precious. I've wasted 20 of them because a chicken got on the train tracks and they'd just rather catch it than Lakers get splattered. Eh, he's only wasted it anyway. <laughs> I don't know, I've a wank. <laughs> that's, not, that's never a waste. <laughs> Bought over a carcass of a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't in Mexico City. <laughs> well, I for one, I'm glad the chicken was saved. Oh yeah, well, you know it's heart, it's heartwarming at that. But who gives a shit? It's chicken. It's fucking like fifty million. There's probably like more oh, chickens than our humans. I think you've made your point. <laughs> Just saying. I hope there's a picture of this now. People convinced time travel is real as Nike shoes spotted in 400-year-old painting. Mm. Right. An eagle-eyed mum has spotted what appears to be a modern-day oh, pair God. of trainers in a 17th-century portrait, leaving time travel sceptics baffled. Right. So a portrait in the National Gallery has left art fans puzzled. Portrait of a boy painted by Dutch master Ferdinand Boll in the 17th century. Ah, Ferdinand Boll, eh? An 18-year-old boy standing in the foreground holding a goblet, which he rests on a table adorned with a red cloth. The boy can be seen sporting a black jacket and cape, a white shirt with ruffled sleeves, auburn socks and black boots. However, upon close inspection, the boots appear to have what looks like a white night tick on one side. Hmm... Can I, see it? I can't see it, yeah. <laughs> it's very unlikely they're nights though, they've got square toes. He has a bow at the bottom of his socks, at the top of his shoe. Yeah. There is a bow, so you can see the little bit of the white of his sock, because they're almost like a, the shoes are very low cut kind of thing. There's a black bow that sits there. Yeah, there is, yeah. So that's what that is. It's not a Nike tick at all. Yeah, it's the fucking white of his sock. They're unlikely to be Nike trainers. They have square toes. That was the fashion at the time. <laughs> but yeah, so, sorry, but I've just poo-pooed that one instantly. That wasn't difficult at all. It's not quite a Nike tick, is it? Well, no, it's exactly what I said. It's more of a V. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually, I'm interested in an episode on this. Have you seen some of the time traveller proof photographs? Well, seen videos? a few different ones. The Mike Tyson fan with the iPhone, for example. They, well, the person that Mike Tyson fight with the iPhone. Wow. Some hipster, like 2023 hipster, sat at a protest in 1939 or something like that. Check, check, check shirt and a team that shouldn't exist on his on his t-shirt and Roman sunglasses, stuff like that. You heard about that stuff? Yeah, read a bit of it. Interesting, but maybe next week then. Maybe, maybe we'll see. But not. You're not buying this from the night. No, because <laughs> no, it's not even a night. It's it's exactly, you can even see the bow. It's just his socks. You can see the black bow above his fucking shoe. Yeah, I'm not down for it, I'm afraid. You just need to open your eyes on that one. Simple. Yeah. I'm more convinced of that dog driving a car. Yeah. Now I've seen dogs drive cars. We have seen dogs drive cars. Mm-hmm. In New Zealand, yeah. I guide dogs that drive the cars. Honestly, look it up. Look it up. Yeah, it's true. It's absolutely true. <laughs> 
Specially adapted cars for the dogs to drive. Yeah. Never. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Mm. All of it. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Pete. So a drunk driver switches places with his dog and tells the police he wasn't driving. <laughs> yeah. Man from Springfield, Colorado. Where else? I'm so surprised was, this wasn't Florida. Yeah. His name's Homer. <laughs> Homer was allegedly driving 52 miles an hour in a 30 mile an hour zone when he got pulled over and made his dog switch places with him. Man suspects of drunk driving attempted desperate and rather amusing tactic to avoid arrest. As he pulled over speeding, the driver hatched a plan switch pace with his dog so yeah he was doing 52 so nearly twice the speed mm-hmm. limit in a 30 mile an hour zone what I like though is that he's taking his dog to the bar with him mm. yeah he's not left him at home on his own he's taking her to the pub with him what's like fun- that what's funnier is though as the officer approached the vehicle he watched the entire process <laughs> so undeterred driver then exi- exited the vehicle from the passenger side, asserting that he was not the one behind the wheel. I'm not the one behind the wheel, opposite. Uh, this is this the dog. <laughs> and it was a chihuahua, so there's no way. It's not. It's not. And I was joking then. And then the next picture down was a chihuahua on the wheel. Thought, no fucking way. No. <laughs> However, the facade quickly crumbled as the police said he showed unmistakable signs of intoxication and proceed to flee on foot when questioned. Very so, slowly in a, in a wavy line, I presume. He only made it 20 yards away from his car. Yeah, yeah. fortunate for the... For the uh, and he took three rows in the back. Fortunately <laughs> for the authorities, he was caught very, very quickly. Yeah, but, but he caught, quote, shot in the back three times. No, I'm joking. He's just a, Was he black? <laughs> well, we don't know actually. If he was, he would have been. The sure. dog was given to an acquaintance. Oh, that's, so that's a big statement to make. It's true, right? So the dog Not was, really. So the dog was given to an acquaintance of the driver to take care whilst the party was in jail. Just the police department. Why? Why? Oh, the, the dog was given to an acquaintance of the driver to care of. So they're like, hey, yo, go to Uncle John over there. You know, the guy's brother or something. I just don't understand what was funny about that. Why, why were they jesting about that? Anywho, so well, yeah, it's um, the American. It's the American. Well, is there American an outcome to this? Oh, yeah. Is there an outcome to this? <laughs> so the dog hasn't faced any charges. He was let go with warning. Obviously, the inebriated man was taken to hospital before being booked at the local county jail. So he was shot then. Because you see it to us, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> he faced It's where they do the, the official breathalyzer, isn't it? In the maybe the local hospital in that area he now faces charging of driving under the influence of alcohol or drugs driving with impaired ability driving under suspension resisting arrest and speeding 20 to 25 miles over the limit I couldn't finish that one sorry that's alright I said all of that without moving my mouth you got the last line there his outstanding warrants also contributed to his extended stay behind bars so he was a naughty boy anyway (laughs) yeah yeah. Um, still, fantastic plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> worth a shot. Why not? It's worth a shot. Let's, let's end the show then. I've been Ben. I'm glad they've caught the Somerset Gimp. Finally, after all this time. 
I hope it was a man, a guy dressed as Batman that did it. <laughs> I've been Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out, men of force be with you. And I've been Claire, don't let the cleaners help with your surgery. Yes, it's a valid point. Don't do that. And I've been Pete. Don't be so stupid as to think your dog can drive when you're drunk, because it clearly can't. Unless it's been properly trained. Unless it's a guide dog in New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah, totally.